Hello everybody, I think it's time to blow the dust off the microphones. It's time for a Keep Dancing Preview Pod. Everybody, um, I'm your host Ellie, and tonight I am joined by Elliot. Good evening, everyone. And Ariadne. Hello. To just sort of try to remember how the podcast is made, go through all that's happened in Strictly Land since we last spoke, and assess some new celebs. So, so what's been going on, uh, going on with you since since we last heard? I've been dealing with a lot of sad people because I now work for a football club and it hasn't been going well at the minute for them. Let's just say that. Well, that that's very sad for them and I'm sure you're treating it all with the uh, like absolute seriousness that it deserves. Ariadne, <laughs> um, how have you been? I've been buried alive between an ever-expanding reality TV landscape. <laughs> um, I, you're currently just underneath celebrity master chef right now yes and i've just seen that they're starting all the glitters soon as well oh that's coming back and, yeah yeah it's getting a second series well <laughs> apparently gosh um uh, over the sort of off season obviously i enjoyed um sewing bee and the pottery throwdown um but I have to say that um, Hungry For It is my favourite new silly format um, where people have to try and make Instagram food but also in a pop-up kitchen but also with Big Zoo shouting at them and also with producers just throwing alcohol at them and trying to make drama. And the voting system. Oh yes, and with... It's a little bit Survivor. It's great. Yeah, and they're all like 18, so of course this will be foundational personal traumas for them. <laughs> and I, I can't believe they're doing it. But it's that time of year again. <laughs> Opening the Strictly Box. We did do a podcast, a whole podcast devoted to our feelings about OT leaving and how we're just glad we had her. Uh, but also, no more Aliash. I know. Mm. Who's going to be our golden Labrador? What will the tall girls do? <laughs> Have we managed to find out the height of the new pros? Yes. Oh, good. Right, Elliot, Elliot, <laughs> Elliot. We've got a question from uh, we've got a question from Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. Lindsay asks, "Can you find out more about the new pros?" So I have done a little bit of digging on them, as you know, one does when a new pro gets announced, and. Let's start with the men. So we've got Carlos and Vito. From what I can see with Vito, a lot of his stuff seems to be Latin-based, even on the social media. Um, He is a 11-time Latin American champion, so that is his stuff. But I can't see much ballroom anywhere he puts in line. His Latin's phenomenal. Um, Carlos is recently come off the dancing circuit. He competed back in January at the UK Open Festival in Bournemouth and placed fourth in the amateur category. So he's only recently come off the competitive circuit, similar to Amy Dowden. 
um, when she stops just after she got signed and Neil and Katja. But he's only five foot five, apparently, so he's weenie. And Michelle, um, there's not much about her, but her other half did just win Dancing with the Stars Belgium in um, February with Uneven's Gold Bar champion Nina De Waal. So they're just a Latin power couple. And Lauren, she's actually um, Gio's right-hand lady in all his shows. So his This Is Me tour and A Night With Giovanni, she has been his dance partner for the last three or four years. And she is phenomenal. Like, I've seen them do an Argentine tango. And for lack of a better word, it's quite sexy. Very nice. What I'm hearing from this is that a lot of people are going to be skipping the waltz. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, I mean, when Strictly announced them, they said it's their biggest troupe ever. So I just think, I don't know if any of those four are going to get a partner or it's just going to make for a lot of big numbers now when the results show and start the show. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, we, we can have four people contempo wafting to the Sunday Night Musical guest. Yeah, I was yes. going to say, it sounds like they're kind of reserved for that slot, if anything, just for their first year. Yeah, I think just getting used to the like absolute machine that is Strictly once it gets rolling. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so quickly, I'm just going to go through who, who who's remaining. Johannes, Gio, Kai, Nancy, Nadia, Nikita, Amy, Katya, Graziano, Karen, Diane, Gorka, and Neil. So Karen, it surprises me that she's not retired. Hmm. We, we kind of thought last year would be her last year, didn't we? We kind of thought she might see this as a... Not a way out, but as I said, she's focused a lot on her fitness and she had that knee injury at the end of last year as well. So we kind of thought like, oh, this this could be her last year. Yeah. Um, well, maybe maybe this will give us some guides as to who she's going to end up partnered up with. <laughs> um, Karen, Diane, Gorka and Neil. Uh, so uh, we've just got Vito, Car Carlos, Lauren and Michelle adding to the list. And our spare pros from the 2021 season, Cameron, Luba and Yuvitsa. Um So that is 20 pros for 15, Dan? For 15 celebs? Wow. I didn't realise there was that many pros we have now. Christ. Biggest, biggest troop ever. They surely aren't going to be in all, like, surely some, they're going to rotate some people out then for the pro numbers, because there's no way you can have all 20, surely. I don't know, you'll have to take a row of seats out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Get more cafe tables on the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, maybe they thought it did look a bit sparse there, especially in the early weeks. Maybe. Maybe. Um, anyway, lots of people on the payroll. Uh, it looks like the hosting situation is remaining the same, but uh, to nobody's surprise, Bruno not bothering to come back from LA. We don't talk about Bruno. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing that number. <laughs> oh, they are. <laughs> and they're not going to mention that it's sort of funny that they're doing that. They're just gonna. They're just gonna encanto through it all. In movies week and um, leave the audience to draw their conclusions. Shall we do some celebs? Yes. Yes. 
I'm going to go in the order of which they were announced, um, which is going to be the same order that everybody is going to give me their one emoji reactions for our social media channels. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's a special shareable graphic because uh, content makes synergy, I have heard. So, first up, Will Meller. Now, everybody's reaction was, surely he's done it before. <laughs> well, he is kind of sort of default generic BBC male. In the nice way. I like that. He's very <laughs> safe and friendly. I, I, it made me feel targeted as a demographic. Like um, the Hollyoaks heyday kids. And they've said, right, the people who watched Hollyoaks and it's like absolute heyday, they are not going out anymore on a Saturday night. Aww. I love that his casting also meant that like the real raggy tabloids could say um, Line of Duty star cast in Strictly Come Dancing because he was in all of two episodes. Well, I didn't realise how just basically constantly working he'd been. And I think that says good things about um, him actually being as an, as nice a chap as he comes across i mean yeah like you're going to get the work if you're a nice enough person because you know you know industries talk and like word gets around quite quickly if you're a bit of a you know not pleasant let's say but yeah if this is a name that i've i've known about say for the past 15 odd years will Meller didn't actually realize he was in coronation street last year so i don't know if he's actually based up north anymore he's now back down in london um but he's definitely our northern male, and you know, there's always like a few northerners in the class. So, yeah, it was nice. Um, have no idea what he's going to be like dancing wise, but we'll find out. But I think it'll be good fun at least, a bit like Chris Ramsey. Oh, oh, Elliot, he's going to give it his absolute all, and he's also extremely pro nudity. Um, so just in case. Yeah, his his very dedicated fan websites are going to be fed. <laughs> <laughs> And if Strictly is not for feeding niche fan blogs, then what is it for? Exactly. I did love that There's a, that his fans were like, Will Mello is the favourite to win, and it was on the day he was announced. <laughs> it's, it's technically true. Yeah, exactly. True. Hello, Keep Dancing Pod Squad. This is AJ, here with some very belated reactions to the lineup this year. So kick off with Will Meller. I had I have to admit I used to watch Hollyoaks. I know, I'm sorry. But I think this will be really good for like grabbing that kind of twenty something audience. Strong dad dancing potential though, but also a strong risk of AJ and Curtis turning up and making VT appearances. So I'm a bit worried. Uh second up Kim Marsh. She was another one I was convinced had done it before. Well, I first went um, to her Wikipedia to see whether it was this or Dancing with the Ice or uh, Dancing with the Ice or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dancing with the Ice. It, it, it It's a new chilly format that I've, I've made up. Uh, whether she'd competed in something before. And then I went to look to see if she had a controversy section on her website, uh, on her wiki page, because I sort of had some sort of weird hang on, has she been cancelled feeling? And it turns out, no, she's not been cancelled. She's just on Loose Women. The Loose Women to <laughs> oh cancel pipeline now. Kim Marsh, again, love hearsay. 
cannot wait for the 90s nostalgia wave to wash over the UK. And there has to be an American smooth to pure and simple. Elliot, do you remember Hearsay? Are you old enough? Yes, I um, I do. I instantly then put on Pure and Simple and it reminded me of being back in the car with my mum. So I've grown up on this sort of music. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of the name Kim Marsh, but I can never pinpoint what she's actually done. Um, so I did have to ask some other people, like, I recognise her face and her name, but where's she actually from? And then they filled me in. But yes, I, I do remember Hearsay. They were like put, they, that was in the hive of, we're just going to throw reality TV to form girl groups and boy bands, wasn't it? And none of the boy bands seemed to survive that. Moving on. Uh, Radio 2's Richie Anderson is having a crack at it. I'm so happy. I love him. I So I'm not a Radio 2 listener. I've had well, to basically give up on Breakfast Radio. I'm only a Radio 2 listener in that I tune in for the Thursday quiz in the morning. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, what does Richie Anderson do? He's just a gent... He's sort of like Zoe Ball's sidekick. Ah, kind of, He's sort of... Okay. I think... I. I'm pretty sure he started as sort of traffic and then sort of gradually became more and more a part of the show. And sort of, he just generally works as sort of nice chap that presents things on the BBC occasionally. I know he went to Turin to do Eurovision coverage um, and uh, maybe Sam Ryder will be his celebrity friend in a VT or something. We can only hope. Strictly needs Sam Ryder this year. I know he's very busy on European tour, but maybe he can like Skype in or something. Oh God, I just remember. I just my blood just went cold as I remembered the live link ups last year and how they <laughs> <laughs> they came to such an abrupt end. <laughs> yeah, I had no real knowledge of Richie to be honest, but he seems. A nice enough bloke. He's in the all-male partnership again, but he's quite short, so I do wonder who he's going to be paired with, because I don't think it's going to be Johannes. don't know who they're going to pair him with, unless it's going to be a case of, you know, they're going to put him with someone who is not a person of the LGBT community, but is just an ally, just to normalise it, which I would really like, and I've been pushing for that for a while, so I hope it's that. Well, because as we have often said, who you end up dancing with when you're learning to dance, like... You're not actually dating them. Like, it doesn't have to be somebody of the gender that you prefer that you're dancing with. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah. how, how would bisexuals ballroom dance? <laughs> Give us a throuple, you cowards! <laughs> Richie Anderson, I love him already. He's a Eurovision superfan. He's super camp. He's got some visibility from the Commonwealth Games. And I'm hoping he might get one of the new dancers with the same sex pairing, but we'll see. Um, Kate Adams. The first of the Adams yes. family. Do you know, I haven't downloaded the da 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 dum sound effect um, because I just, I just don't want to be too sound effect heavy. But maybe I should, while we've still got three of them. Kay Adams, well, she's basically BBC Radio Scotland's Jeremy Vine, so she's doomed to an early exit, and I hope that she doesn't get paired with Gorka, because I'd quite like him to stay in this year. Uh, so I don't really... So I know only of Kay Adams from... She's basically got like a talk show on Radio Scotland where she does lots of SNP bad stories. 
yeah, I can't say I'm very familiar with her either, to be honest. So it's a bit of a, like, we've been wishing for uh, some Celtic representation uh, on Strictly for years, and then they uh, get Kay Adams to do it, so... She's a loose woman cast, and like I know her from loose women, so they've clearly gone back to them and said, right, we did, we we got Judy last year. Who wants to give it a go this year? And I think she's kind of gone me. Well, when she was announced, she did say it's her. She's turned sixty in the next six months, so that's why she's wanting to do it. So, not to typecast people, but you know they always get like an older woman's like, if I can do it, you can do it too. Like your Debbie McGee's, your Pamela Stevenson's. It kind of feels like that sort of. Ballpark. I, I don't think it's going to be as knicker combusting as Debbie McGee, though. I don't uh, think no. anything will be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, w- uh, when we move on to Jade, I'm going to drop in an insert from Anne, who has some local insights on Jade. Okay. And I'm going to drop it in Ooh. here. Hi, everyone. Anne here. Uh, hopefully, this is going to be a quick <laughs> voice note regarding this year's Strictly cast. And uh, on that note, it is a very strictly cast. I've just chosen a few that I think I can add a little bit extra to um, because I think there's a few people I might know a bit more about that I might be able to just give a little bit of extra information. So, Jade Adams. Now, she is technically my nearest contestant. I live uh, just kind of, just outside of Bath and she is from Bristol. She is a comedian. Um, She's had a thing on Netflix. I don't have Netflix so I haven't seen it but I do know her from her bit parts in The Outlaws and from the amazing Alma's Not Normal. Can we please have Sophie Whelan on next year? Thank you very much. Um, the only other thing I do know about Jade Adams is um, she has a background in dance because her and her sister, her late sister, um, used to do disco dancing. And I think Jade is going to be doing this in honour of her sister, which is always a nice thing to do. Um, also, the only other thing I know about Jade Adams is that her mum works in Bedminster Asda. Um, which I actually was in the day after she got um, announced for Strictly. I think that might be my last visit there, just in case I say something bad on the bad on the podcast about her, and I'm on some kind of blacklist. So, note to myself then. So, that was Anne on Jade. Uh, Ellie Simmons. Yay! Yay. Ellie Simmons is such an exciting landing for the casting. I mean, she's so funny. She's charismatic. I cannot wait to see what outfits Vicky Gill comes up with for her. I think she's going to go a long way. Um, She's going to be great. Oh, she's going to be lovely. She's so likeable. Um, You know, she's got the endurance of, you know, putting hours into a swimming pool and getting the best at your sport at the age of 13. I mean, Christ almighty. And, you know, I think this is, I think, I think it's pretty obvious who she's going to be paired with and I'm here for it. Who's she going to be paired with, Elliot? Cameron. I oh. think it's going to be those two. And I just, I, I just want to see him do a forward role every week into the semi-final or final. Yay. Oh, <laughs> oh well, that's nice. Yeah, I think she. I think she'd be a great sort of first partner for someone because she's mm-hmm. that sports person who always is very dedicated, and she's just generally very likable and comfortable on TV. Yeah, um, 
Is she done media for like four or five years now? Yeah, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's just really grown into that. I really enjoyed her work during the Commonwealth Games this year. She's just a pleasure to have on the telly. Indeed. It's like, she always seems like, you know, especially like I watch a lot of the Commonwealth Games, she always seems like really enthusiastic and knowledgeable and say, so I don't think there's anything that's really unlikable about Ellie, so I don't see any reason why she's not going to shine. Amazing. Um, on from somebody who we we feel like we know a lot about to somebody who's maybe new to us, and it's Kiss FM's Tyler West. I I kept reading things about I like I I went on a Google rabbit hole about him, and I kept reading things about Tyler West, and then I was like, I don't know if this is the Tyler West, but I believe he used to play handball, sort of like junior level sort of professionally so he should be quite coordinated i think i hope handball yeah i don't even know how you get into playing handball like do you get scouted the handball chooses you (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's something that is absolutely huge in like denmark and poland and like the I, I, I follow a lot of Icelandic people on Twitter because of Eurovision reasons and uh, like occasionally they just all start going on about handball in a way that's quite overwhelming and bewildering so it's one of those things that it's just not big here yeah I just I just I hope it's the actual Tyler West that I was reading about because it is quite a generic <laughs> it is quite a generic name so it could have been one of 300 Tyler Wests but I'm pretty sure it was him well the thunder. Ooh. It approaches. Weather is happening. Yay. But that, uh, Tyler, I, I don't know why, but I get a really, I want to be positive, but I'm scared it's going to be like a dev situation where he is, he's a really sort of dancer, but because he's not known, he could be a surprise early out. And I also hear he has seven rabbits and a cookie business, according to Wikipedia. So I can't wait for the new biscuit capitalist. Matt Goss. Probably my favourite signing this year. I'm a huge fan of the documentary After the Screaming Stops. He will be absolutely golden and good value. I cannot wait for the the sort of obscure aphorisms. Cannot wait for the inevitable tango to superstition because Stevie Wonder did teach him not to be superstitious. And Luke turning up on It Takes Two and starting a fight. I do think this is potentially inspired casting but it's also like riding so close to the edge of cataclysm it's like recording a podcast with the window open as a thunderstorm like (laughs) coming towards you it's 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 going to be an incredible event either way i guess it's like finding out exactly what level of irony he is operating on and whether he's willing to enter into the sending yourself up aspect of Strictly, because it is always going to be required at some point that you will put a frilly shirt on and do something stupid. I think he'll be up for it. The VTs are going to be, like, beyond. 
No, I think he'll, I think he'll really lean in and then by week six will be nuclear levels of orange. He is going to <laughs> love that spray tan Radiant. You know Exactly. Well, you, you're going to be like having to peel Will Mella out of there for the paper pants factor uh, to get Matt Goss in. Oh, I'm so ready for them to have a little bromance. Oh, well, yeah, that is the other nice thing about Strictly, about your unlikely cross-channel celeb friendships that it makes up. I'm quite, like, I quite like that that Sarah and her husband are, like, proper couple friends with Aliash and Jeanette now, and they, like, are always around each other's houses, even though those houses are, like, 400 miles away. Like, okay, guys. It's so lovely. (laughs) No, I'd love that. And also, so like um, when they all went down to see Adam at the Commonwealth Games and were supporting him, that was sweet. And Katya was there as well. That that was a really sweet moment as well. We are the friends for the life. Yeah, um, I, I don't know who can handle Matt Goss and his camp chaotic energy, but good luck to them. I mean, I kind of want it to be Karen just because then it's fun Karen and it's just going to be God knows what. But at the same time, there are several people that can handle it, I think. Um. Luba just like dead eyeing it. <laughs> Maybe Nadia then, because she's wacky. Oh God, yeah. Uh, yeah, we unlocked Nadia's wacky level last year. Yeah, she's not going to have a lot of context necessarily for who he is, but she's going to enjoy it. Um, anyway, whoever they put him with, apart from Amy, it's going to be fun times. Mhm. Fun times. Uh oh, right. Uh, Ellie Taylor, Elliot. <gasps> I, I'm so happy about this casting. I've I've wanted Ellie Taylor on the show for years because I find her really funny, really genuine. She's done the Strictly panel a few times and it takes two and I just thought like she'd be great for it. She is going to be in the short dresses because the length of her legs are about as long as my aspirations in life, I think. And she's she's just amazing, but I think she's... Because she's so tall, I think she's either going to be put with Kai Johannes or... They do an all-female partnership as well, and she's with Luba because she's so tall. Mm. But I'm I'm so excited. Like even if she isn't the best dancer, I'm gonna be willing her through every single week because I absolutely love Ellie Taylor. She is the first of three potential frock faves for me this year. Oh yeah, totally. Ellie yeah. Taylor, I already love from Pottery Throwdown, and obviously we can't. We're gonna have. Ariadne's gifts all queued up already. I want her to be given the most chaotic of props immediately. I also love her casting because I was at the pottery throwdown thing in um, Waterbury, and the pot. I, I met all the potters, and they were shouting at me. And <laughs> they, um, somebody took a photo of me, and they walked away. And I heard them saying, "Was that Ellie Taylor?" And it was so funny. <laughs> I look nothing like Ellie Taylor. It was great. Oh, what what a nice time though for you to go down to the pottery thing and and meet all your lovely potters. Oh, it was wonderful. Jenny was telling everyone who I was. Oh. Nobody knew who I was. <laughs> oh, the, the photos looked amazing. Um, and the potters are such a lovely group. I'm I'm just really glad you got to be a little bit closer to them. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, I I don't know what Ellie Taylor is going to do when she's in the room when Tess malfunctions. 
This is how you reality host. Ellie, yeah, Ellie Taylor's new role is just a step-in host. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, but yes, we're glad to have her on board. Two Ellie's on the cast, one Ellie on the pod, three Adamses in the cast. I'm sure that everybody's going to be able to keep this totally straight. Next up, Molly Rainford, better known to um, everybody, possibly not everybody, viewers of CBBC as Nova Jones. Now, she did Britain's Got Talent way back when. Um, and I don't think many people would know her from that. But I know her from CBBC's Nova Jones. Uh, she plays the titular character. And she is basically a pop star in space. Having watched the programme, um, she's possibly one of the very few Strictly contestants who will be dressing down for the show. Because literally some of those outfits that she wears are out of space. Um, I think she is going to be a possible ringer. Um, I also think that um, she's lesser known by the public. But I think even if she gets in the bottom two, she's going to get saved most of the time. Because I think she will be brilliant and she will look the part. So I'm really interested to see that she gets some extra publicity and the show gets extra publicity because Nova Jones is brilliant. I love it. So Nova Jones is a children's like space pop slapstick absolute nonsense. But <laughs> somebody on it is an absolutely inspired drag race sewing challenge person. Yeah, you know everything she's going to wear, no matter how wacky, she's going to go, yeah, that's fine. Because I've literally seen some of the first promotional photos. She's in a giant tutu-inspired dress with, like, feathery frills on the bottom and a giant wig to match. And like, well, that's just your day job. She'll, be go she'll go into DSI and be like, why am I not wearing, like, household implements? But the, <laughs> the worry is all of Vicky Gill's more unique choices will be thrown in Molly, I fear. <laughs> Oh. Like the samurai gold dress from last year. That is going to make an appearance. Yeah, she's still got that. Absolutely. she's It's biding its time. It's going to get some new trim on it and poor Molly will be asked to cartwheel in it instead of AJ. I just, I hope they don't, because um, obviously one, there's always some person in the cast like, oh, aren't you trying because you're young? And I think she is the youngest. So I don't, I hope she doesn't get like the Tilly or sort of mazy thing is like, oh, look at, like, she's 21, she is an adult. Like, I don't like it, you say, when they talk down to them. Like, I know Tess is going to say something within the first oh, two yeah, weeks. Absolutely. But... Aren't you so sweet? Uh, she's been in show business for, like, 10 years. She's a steely-eyed <laughs> professional. <laughs> Molly Rainford, I don't know much about except for Nova Jones, but that surely guarantees both a tinfoil dress from Vicky and the first dance to Spaceman by Sam Ryder. Give her a pro with loads of hyper energy, like Nikita. She might make but the final. I'm I'm looking forward to getting to know her a bit more. You know, I think you know. Hopefully, she'll be a good dancer. I think she could be a frock fave as well, to be honest, because she is stunning. Absolutely, and I do not care that she, like several others in the cast, can already dance a bit because I appreciate having the early shows be watchable. 
Oh, totally. But like, and that it's sort of that whole argument is very unique to like the British version because it seems like it doesn't really matter in the international versions if someone's had experience before. Yeah, like um, lovely Jamala, the Ukrainian Eurovision winner from 2016, got about two thirds of the way through Ukrainian Strictly a couple of years ago. And now she's going to do Polish Dancing with the Stars. And nobody has made any fuss about her, like, not just having had dance experience, but having done most of a series before. Mm -hmm. I think it's also partly because, like, the BBC has to lean into the whole educate, inform, entertain aspect of it. Mm. Also, that that sort of uh, uncharitable aspect in the British character where... I guess there may be a certain part of the audience who just wants to see people struggle and fail. But we don't want to see people struggle and fail. Speaking of no. struggling and failing, here's Tony Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bringing up the the rear of our three Adamses, it's um, football's Tony Adams. He seems really excited to give it a go, bless him, but I am a bit worried. I'm guessing he's not long for this contest, but it would be really funny if he could do a Graham Swan and flummox the critics. But I suspect he's going to be on the Kay Adams medium-sized glittery bench of shame. I hope the sacrificial pro isn't Nadia. But as we said before, every year as part of the public service remit of Strictly Come Dancing, we have to have an older gent on possibly somebody who's like completely destroyed his knees from a football career um who uh like gets into strictly does some ballroom dancing and says oh it's given me a spark of vitality such as what i have not felt since the 1990s that's exactly what tony adams is gonna say <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel like he's he's six foot two, so I really fear this is like Luba and Nadia's partner as well. And you know, if he is that wacky, then that'd be great for either of them. But at the same time, I would like to see Luba and Nadia. Why get can't off. they have a ringer? <laughs> Luba's there just doomed. Are there any male ringers this year? To be honest, apart from like Matt, none really strike as that. We just don't know enough about Tyler West. <laughs> the mysterious Tyler West. <laughs> The enigma, the riddle, in case. The third of my nominations for preemptive frock fave and perennial, for some reason, reason rumoured UK Eurovision entrant, Fleur East. Yes, brilliant. Surely this means Sax is going to rise up the UK charts again. She'll probably get the she's a pop singer so she already dances moans, but I think she's going to be good fun and she's at least going to get to Erzat's Blackpool week. Again, another one I'm just absolutely ecstatic is on the cast. I think she's mm. inspired. She is. She's. She has done a bunch of reality TV before, but she's been quite selective about it. Yeah, like, she didn't fall into the trap of doing Dancing on Ice um, and blacklisting and, herself from Strictly. And she held out for fairly big money to do I'm a Celeb, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then went. Straight into radio work since, so she's to be fair. I think it was like ten years ago since her first foray into you know reality TV, and she's kept herself busy ever since. So I applaud her for that. 
she's gonna look amazing like the wig department are going to have a field day with her and i do if i had to put like if i was a betting man which i'm not i would say she's got all the aspects to be in the final because she's got rhythm we've seen it before um but at the same time she's a confident woman of color so we know what that entails yeah never underestimate the uk public's capacity for misogynoir and like start to look out for um like tabloid takedowns of fleur um, yeah. and uh, i don't know block on site yeah particularly the loaded compliment that is calling her a diva mm. yeah i think that always sort of kind of bleeds into just generally entailing that she's being a problem backstage when people use that term we're saying this now so that you can be prepared and uh, point and condemn when it happens. Yeah. Because we want Fleur all the way to the final. We want to see Fleur East show dance. I want that to be a thing. But yeah, just because like, even like when she announced herself, she said, she said she's doing it for her dad. It was one of her favourite shows. And that instantly reminded me about Alexandra mentioning about her mum. Mm. And I was thinking like, oh, people use that as an excuse to pile on her. But at the same time, she is one of two people I want Nikita to have because I want Nikita in the final and I think those two will have amazing chemistry. So if Nikita doesn't get Fleur or Molly, I will be sad. Oh, God. Yeah, who, who do I... we want Nikita to dance with? By the way, Nikita is our new fave. Oh, absolutely. I think Nikita no. is sort of destined for that CBBC dun- dumping ground. Because he's very youthful looking. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, him and Molly I, I, can have a great time. Exactly. Yeah, and if it's if it's not Molly Fleur, because I say he had a very strong first year and was made himself very popular and known, and when that happens, they no- do normally get a ringer the following season, like it happened with Gorka, um, and it's happened with a few of them. So it could be like, here's you to get into the final quite early on in your Strictly career, and here for it. Yeah, but just here for Fleur East on Strictly. And, Absolutely. like, she is going to give really good It Takes Two as well. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. Great. Uh, we have another drop-in from Anne for Hamza. And then the last one is, is the one that just put the biggest smile on my face. And I'm going to call him by his proper name, Ranger Hamza. Um, as as seen on Let's Go for a Walk on CBeebies, one of my favourite shows on the channel. Um, he's also done a lot of country file. He's done a lot of country uh, photography and cinematography. Um, he's got an interesting background because he's originally from Sudan and he's lived in Scotland and he's gone to university in North Wales and gone to university in Nottingham. So he kind of covers quite a few areas. And the best thing about Ranger Hamza is he looks like this really big, burly kind of bloke. But he is so sweet and he's so gentle. And when you see him on his CBB show talking and joining in with the kids, he's actually really agile and he's going to get down with it. I think he is going to be letting loose. And I hope he's really good. Hamza is not going to be necessarily familiar to a lot of people. Uh, But we know that there is a significant overlap between the Strictly audience and very young children. And I I think it's only fair that the very young children should get somebody that they recognise. 
exactly i think yeah. that's because they they tried for a while for that influencer crowd to sort of get the sort of higher end of the sort of youth vote but i don't think it paid off enough to be worth it so they've really played into sort of the much younger audience and i think yeah. he's a great cast for that demographic yeah and who because you can't like actually cast doggy from hey doggy so <laughs> i mean <laughs> luba would do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the issue was like obviously the influencer always did okay, but never actually won. So say it, it clearly wasn't getting enough people to watch because otherwise, you know, Joe jo Sugg would have won the show, or Saffron would have made the final. But because they, it wasn't being a big enough payoff, so they have to say, go down to the younger ones, so the mums can vote on behalf of their children in that regard. I don't know Hamza, he looks very friendly and a nice guy though, so I think he's someone who gonna give it a good go, will be lovely to watch, maybe a bit like Ugo and like, you know, as and when he does take his leave the competition, we will miss him because he seems like such a warm um, person who communicates joy. Mm-hmm, communicating joy. Oh, 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 I've got a sound effect for this one. We have James Bai. that was loud it was very loud i liked it <laughs> dramatic a, a, an eastender he he's pulled the, the short straw this year he's the core strictly demographic pick isn't he i mean like he's he seems nice enough but he's also what i would just describe as inoffensive bbc who gets far for being inoffensive bbc thought, so he's amy's partner i thought he had, yes i thought he had kind eyes <laughs> Oh, he's got very nice eyes. He's very panto. Well, anyway, he's foregone a lucrative panto role this year to... Um... Don some body paint. Don some... Oh, no. <laughs> you can't give him to... He, 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 if you give him to Amy, he's not going to get body paint. He's going to um, have like a weird high-concept Viennese waltz that just doesn't work. <laughs> or a weird high-concept couple's choice which Cynthia Revo will just rip to shreds. James Bay, again not an EastEnders fan but I get strong I'm crazy me energy from the publicity photos. I think he's gonna hope for that mythical West End pipeline but as Ariadne has correctly predicted he'll probably end up on Western Supermare's panto scene. Anyway James watch yourself make sure make sure you don't get given a high concept in his waltz. Yeah, like now he's mentioned about Amy, it does it does feel like he's set up to get Amy because you know was it last year we said like there's clearly some sort of like five year plan to get Amy back into the final and win, and it could be this year they're they're attempting it. I I don't know. Like he seems nice enough, but I'll wait till he's actually, you know, in the spray tan and doing the cha cha to some god awful disco song to make my decision. I think he would wear the shirt open. I think he would do it. Oh yeah. He he's the one who's going to do the couple's choice dedicated to his wife and kids, though. You know, that's, I think, quite apparent. You've made so many judgments. I do not know this man at all. <laughs> I don't either, I just, but I'm just agreeing with it because it all sounds it's, accurate. It's, it's just the vibe I get. <laughs> oh, totally. I and guess I, we've been round this roundabout many times now. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, uh, to nobody's great surprise, Helen Skelton. 
Do I'm you remember really she happy. did the Christmas special? Yeah, she was with Artem. They did it. They did a jive, didn't they? Mm. I, I do not remember this. It was a long time remember. ago, Elliot. Oh, okay. I, I know I've wanted her to do it for a few years. That's all I've known. Like, I've really liked her for quite a while. And she did a lot of, um, before she had a last child, she did a lot of um, sports presenting, I remember as well, on the BBC. So I think they've been waiting for her more than they've had to approach her, it feels like. But again, here for it, I think Kevin Skelton is hysterical. She's got a great sense of humour. And when she got announced, Ariadne resharing her little wink to the camera about something was just remind me how why I love her so much. Long rumoured and I'm absolutely delighted for her. Her co-host has hinted she's quite wild. So I fully expect at least one accidental pre-watershed F-bomb. We need to give her the new himbo veto yeah. for maximum chaos. I think she's, she's chaos. rounding out with her wholesome skeletonness. Uh, a pretty good cast. I think it's going to be a good year. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a great sort of mix of people. I think they've hit all the targets there. We have a few pairing requests, but other than that, you know, we'll we'll see how it lies. We do. You, does anybody want to go super early with a first out? No, let's not do a first out. A winner. I do not have a clue who's going to win this year. It's a really, really open year. Um, yeah, so the... Oh, um, mm. Well, I'm always wrong in these sorts of things, so let's just... <sighs> oh, I'm stuck. There's a few I could pick. I'm gonna say... Helen. I don't know why, okay. I just got a feeling. Helen. I was gonna go with Helen, too, to be honest. <laughs> she was my pick. <laughs> my backup was Molly, to be fair, so... I yeah I I just think Helen hits a lot. Uh, yeah, I just I just genuinely think yeah. Helen will win. If right, Helen, Molly, James final with Will Meller going out in the semis. But what if it's a four couple final? Are you saying that Will will be fourth in and Fleur will miss out in the semis? Because I... I have Fleur down as a finalist. Um, well, somebody always gets COVID, or yeah. that's that is another thing with the the fifteen celeb lineup. It, it like if it, it makes it so that if you lose one to COVID and one to a dodgy knee, you are running out of people to get to be in the final. And last year's final, I feel like everybody was running out of puff by the end. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. So you want to avoid that happening, but. But at least last year, when they got COVID, it wasn't an automatic out. They sort of got that weak reprieve yeah. and then they could come back. Mm. But then that I think that doesn't do well for your votes no. the next time. And it probably so. doesn't do massively well for your recovery from COVID either. Uh, yeah. True. Uh, but yeah, what a fine oh. cast. Do we have any more questions from the Twitters? Just why are so many people called Adams? Which is, you know, <laughs> who can say? I think we've remembered sufficiently how to make the podcast and we've been through everything we know and started to make some just wildly uninformed speculation. We, we've not formed undeserved grudges yet. That's a September thing. Uh, but 
Elliot, Ariadne, are you ready for another series of Strictly? Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Let's keep dancing.